You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Nathan McAndrew, the fast bowler. Well, the, the bowling all-rounder, I'm going to call him, for the South Australian Redbacks, joins us now. Nathan, welcome to Sports Day. Thanks for having me. Nathan, this is a bit of a, a return homecoming for you. I noticed that the Redbacks are playing at North Dalton Park in Wollongong, your hometown. So this is very much a homecoming for you. Yeah, it is. Well, I'm um, I'm from Shell Harbour, which is about half an hour south. But yeah, it's pretty pretty bloody close. So um, now looking forward to to getting back home for a little bit. Um, hopefully, get to see the family. Um, for dinner a couple of times maybe after after play. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to getting home for a little bit. North Dalton Park, is it befitting of first-class cricket or is it a bit of a goat track down there? Uh, it's a bit of a road, unfortunately, but it's, it's in pretty good condition. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a pretty flat wicket usually. Uh, Wollongong's been underwater with quite a lot of rain over the last <laughs> few weeks, so it might at least have a little bit of moisture in it. Um, it hasn't rained for the last few days, though, so... Uh, we shouldn't shouldn't have any issues with getting the pitch dried up. It's it's about 150 metres from the beach, so it's on sand, so it'll drain really well. So uh, should be able to get all four days of cricket in. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a good facility, big big AFL ground. So batters got to they might have to run them a bit, but it's usually a pretty true consistent wicket for the batters. Nath, Chatty Sayers here. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks, Chatty. How are you, mate? Very well. Where do you feel the Redbacks are at, mate? After two rounds of Shield cricket, um, I've been watching a bit. Obviously, getting ourselves into winning positions, but then uh, finding ourselves out of them pretty quickly. Yeah, I think a bit of a frustrating start um, to the season, just you know, in the shield. I think the white ball squad's tracking pretty well, but yeah, as you said, obviously, you know, probably had a really good chance uh, early on day one against Victoria, the first game to really push home an advantage, and, and we didn't quite manage that with the ball, and um, sort of you know ended up on the back foot, having to save a draw in that game, and then. Yeah, also in a pretty good position um, coming into the day three against Tazzy uh, last week at Adelaide Oval and, you know, um, fumbled it a bit in the morning, got to say, and found ourselves behind the game pretty quickly. And, yeah, it was a bit disappointing to, to lose that one. So certainly not an ideal start. Um, we definitely felt both of those games were winnable and, and to, you know, come out with a good draw against Victoria was, was you know, a reasonable result. But, yeah, pretty disappointed to... To lose last week against Tazzy um, in, in a game where we were in a pretty good position to potentially drive home a win. And before we get on to the one-day uh, cricket, I've liked the look of Jordan Buckingham. Tell us a bit about him. What he brings to the Redbacks group? Yeah, he's uh, he's a potential star. I think he's you know I've, I keep forgetting how young he really is, but he's you know he's a competitor that sort of he competes above his age. Um, I, I look back at myself as a. 22, 23-year-old player, and, and I certainly wasn't at, at that level. But just the confidence he's got in his own ability at that age is, is incredible, and you, you can't teach that. Um, he's got tremendous skills. He's got great attributes as a bowler, but that competitiveness that he brings is, is something that's going to hold him in, in really good stead. And, you know, he's looked right at home uh, with a new ball for the for the back. So I think, uh, 
you know, losing um, a lot of senior bowlers like yourself and Frankie Worrell and guys like that over the past, obviously, have left a bit of a hole. And, you know, I think Bucky's going to hopefully make that, that role his own for, you know, many, many years to come. Nathan, I was just trying to look through the scores over the past uh, two games. The one obvious factor is that we just haven't been able to get away at the top of the order. Our four scores in our four innings, four for 59, four for 55, we were four for 73 after three for 30 and four for 128. None of those scores are going to get us up beyond 350, 400, unless uh, a bloke comes in at number seven and bashes 150. What, what's the challenge there? Is it just talent? Is it mindset? Are we having a bit of bad luck? Because it's not going to get any easier either. I mean, Travis Head and Alex Carey are going to be out of the side with the Test Series in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a good question. I think, um, yeah, obviously, you know, judging by those figures, it's it's fair to say that the top four, you know, probably haven't fired as, as well as they would have liked. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're stacked... Stack full of talent up the top there. Henry Hunt, Jack Weatherall, Travis Head, Alex Carey are, are four of four of the best top four going around. So um, no, I think you know there was a bit of bit of um, bit of moisture in it day one. Adelaide Oval, it's always sometimes a bit tough for the top order to get going. Um, but day three was probably you know really tough conditions as well. It, it, it rained overnight and it was a bit of moisture in the surface at Adelaide Oval, which we know it can it can nip around. And then they had to go out there against Jackson Bird and Pete Siddle, who are probably two of the best team bowlers yeah. in the country. So I think um, there's a lot more to it than just looking at those stats. And I know for a fact those guys are working really hard and they're incredible players as well. So, um, yeah, I've got no doubt that they're going to turn it around. And as I said, it's usually a pretty good batting surface at uh, North Dalton Oval. So hopefully um, the boys can go down there and put up a good good show against New South Wales and, you know, get us off to a good start, get up to that sort of 350, 400 target in the first innings. You said Bird and Siddle, two of the best seam bowlers in Australia. That's uh, since the man on my right uh, in the studio here, Chad Sayers, uh, retired over the last uh, couple of years. Hey, I'm just interested in, I guess, the evolution of first-class cricket. Uh, Lloyd Pope was a regular in this side last year and he found it really difficult on small grounds like Karen Rolton Oval, and wickets that just don't seem to deteriorate and spin over the course of days three and four. And certainly Jason Gillespie has brought in a lot of pace bowling options into the squad this year. Is it a different way to play, in particular with drop-in wickets now, Nathan, that we're seeing you've got to try and nip sides out early on day one because wickets really only get better over the course of four days rather than worse? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, Karen Rolton's not a drop-in, but it doesn't really deteriorate Adelaide Oval as we see now. The first two innings are a tough work and then it flattens right out. So, you know, it's almost getting to the point where teams are starting to bowl and, and chase. Um, yeah. Because that, that's by far at the moment, if you're able to, to not fall too far ahead in the game, obviously, but if you're able to keep the game close and, and set it up on day four, it's easier to score 300 on day four these days than it is to take 10 wickets. So... Um, yeah, I think the game obviously evolves, and I, I think if if you used to set a team 300 on day four, um, you know, 10 years ago, that probably no one even thought that was chaseable. But the wickets used to spin a bit more, and I think with T20 cricket and, and white ball cricket evolving over the last few years, that it has. I think you know teams are just so comfortable chasing on day four, and, and obviously the surfaces are allowing that as well. So, I mean, I think everyone's just a product of the environment that we're placed in at the end of the day, and. If wickets aren't going to break up, it, it's getting to the point where teams are looking to bowl first just so that they can, you know, just keep in, in the game and, and just try and stay in it and then chase on day four. But, um, you know, it's the same thing in Adelaide Oval. We know the first two days are going to be the tougher tougher ones to do. It'll, it'll nip around early. It'll be tough to score down the ground. Um, and then it will flatten out and it will get, get a lot easier to bat. So, 
I think it, it varies from place to place around the country. Um, but, yeah, there's not too many surfaces at the moment that are really breaking up and bringing spin into the equation. On the back of that, Nate, do you think our bowling lineup is, I guess, too similar? You've got the likes of yourself, Jordan Buckingham, um, Harry Conway, David Grant. Is it too similar on flat wickets? Um, I, I don't think so. I think I think the one thing that we have in similarity is airspeed, to be honest, which I think is a real strength. I think we've got probably some of the best all-round airspeed uh, in attacks around the country, really. You know, other teams have got some guys that have certainly got some speeds. As we look at Lance Morris over in WA, Liam Hatcher is sort of a specialist um, coming in on flat ones and bowling, bowling bouncer spells, but... I think if you look at our four quicks across the board with Brendan Doggett coming back into the into the picture this week, we've got you know three to four guys who've got some real airspeed, which I think on flat wickets gives you the opportunity to crack the game open. So I think that's a huge huge benefit in one sense. Um, but the same thing, yeah. There's there's not too many swing bowlers um, floating around. I think Harry Conway's you know a bit more unique with the with the new ball can swing it up front, but you know. Playing at Karen Roll and playing at Adelaide Oval, it's not really a swing-friendly conditions kind of thing. So um, to have three or four swing bowlers in our attack wouldn't really suit the conditions that we play in um, for more than half the games of the season. So I think we've got a pretty pretty well-suited attack for the home conditions that we're going to face and, and hopefully we're able to continue to put some better performances on the line back in Adelaide when we get back after this long break away. And looking... Uh... Forward to um, Wollongong. I'm hearing Doggett and, and Drew are in. Is that correct? Um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I, I believe Doggy's back fit for sure. He um, he played the second eleven game last uh, last week and and got overs into his belt. So you'd have to imagine, you know, he comes back in. He's he was leader of our attack last year. So if he's fit, he'll be he'll be back. And um, yeah, I, I think Drewy's uh, been certainly knocking on the door. So I we'll have to have to wait and see if he gets a nod or not. Nathan, just to wrap things up, a little bit of uh, off-field news from you, please. My understanding is you've been studying a civil engineering degree since 2012. Two things there. One, basketball is not normally renowned for doing uh, any sort of tertiary study. Number two, <laughs> 2012 you started this thing. Have you finished it yet? Um, yeah, no, it's still ongoing. I actually, uh, <laughs> last month, was just had to uh, apply because it was a 10-year ten uh, course, so I had to uh, get an extension on that. But... Uh, <laughs> They were more than understanding. I haven't at least just been, you know, bumming around and, and not doing anything in my spare time. But, uh, yeah, I started doing civil engineering um, out of school. Cricket never really, for me, was... I didn't think I'd ever really get to this level or, or get to a chance where it was going to be a, a full-time thing. So, I, you know, I started doing uni full-time and then um, over the years, cricket started to, you know, maybe be a chance. So I started going more and more part-time, started doing less and less subjects and... I haven't done any over the last three years. I've just been focusing on cricket now that I finally got a chance to, to play at this level. So looking to get back into it. I've only got five subjects left. Um, so I'll get get it done at some point. But I'm, I'm in no rush. I'd, I'd much prefer to be doing this for as long as I can. And, and uh, yeah, engineering can wait till a later date, that's for sure. It is pretty hard to study on the golf course, Nath, isn't it? <laughs> well, when you're hitting them 350s, it's dead center chatty. Um, <laughs> That was there might have been a bit of wind helping that one, but um, no, I reckon I was career best today. Uh, Nathan, thanks so much for your time. Go well over there in Wollongong against New South Wales next week. Pack a couple of extra loads of washing, hand that on to Mum. She'll uh, she'll sort all of those jobs out. Go very well over there. Back on your home deck, and uh, thanks for your time on Sports Day. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? 
Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.